Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. Welshie and Lyle, g'day to you. Very g'day, Tony. How are oh, you? He's happy now we got to speak first. Look at him, he's smiling. <laughs> I, to, I usually leave a gap. I couldn't just in case someone tried to yeah, well. jump in there. Jules a prick. Uh, Jules will be joining us a little bit Skinny later on. Prick. Lyle, g'day to you. Jules will be joining us later. I can see him right there. Introduce him, yeah, Tony. Just introduce him. He's right he's there. He's on mute. He doesn't want to talk. He's on mute. Oh, oh here you we go. Put him on mute. I was yeah, keeping but... kayfabe. I thought there was like, you know, <laughs> no, I'm only no, that's the second part. No, no you got to get. Well, she wouldn't have been happy if you if he didn't get to beat you to the very good day if you weren't on. So. Hello, Jules. Hello, oh, if Lyle. He, if he got in before me, I would have beat him. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's a very, very good day for me. <laughs> You're British. Come on, give us a good morrow. It's look. I I bid you a a very happy morning, a very happy evening, and Come you're yours. Finest of days. Thank you very much, Jules. We appreciate. It. I feel so much better now. Can we put him back on mute? Yeah, he, well, he can. <laughs> uh, good interview last week, boys. Yeah, Joel's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's all right. Right. I guess he's all we right. We were, we were pretty good. He was all right. Yeah. Look, yeah. Um, I congratulations to Joel for getting to spend some time with me. I know he's always pushing for that, so that was it was a big achievement for Joel. Yeah, this is a bit. Next he can ther- we try and win some matches. Yeah, and Wordle it was very ther- therapeutic. Wordle. Uh, Jules just throwing under the bus. Exactly. Jules just throwing Joel under the bus. What ironically last week, like, whew, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. He, he said that was stiff and he's been in death matches. Of course, we do thank our great friends at the Australian Wrestling Network as well for their association with us. Uh, really enjoy seeing the new stuff that gets put up on the uh, on there all the time. Yeah, the latest... Uh, I, I was watching the latest Wrestle Rock the other day because I didn't get to go to that show. Mm. Always good fun. All right, boys, time to welcome our guest this evening. She hails from the state of... Queensland, yep. and uh, one of the local Brisbane wrestlers up there who came down to Melbourne for a bit of taste of DMDU a couple of weeks ago. Would you please welcome Kayla Knight to the show? Hello, Kayla. Hello. How is everyone? We're it's doing Kyla. well. It's Kyla, isn't Kyla, it? Kyla, is it? Not Kyla. Kyla. <laughs> Kyla. All right. We'll get that right. That's not <laughs> like me to make a mistake. Gee whiz. Actually, you've been good lately. I have been <laughs> very good. He only, gets, he only gets the big names wrong, so this is a good sign. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Kyla, welcome to the show. Thank you. First of all, uh, congratulations on your debut with DMDU. It was uh, from, I didn't actually see it myself yet, but the boys tell me a, a great start. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was, I was scared, but it was fun. <laughs> Joel said you were ice cold backstage and he had no idea you were nervous until you told him after the match. Oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I kind of disappeared for a bit just to focus on what I need to do, but I don't know. I think I just do this thing where I hide my nerves. <laughs> Joel, Joel said he was nervous that you weren't nervous and it was making him more anxious <laughs> before the ring, before going out. Oh, believe me, I was anxious two weeks before the match, like every day leading up to it. I was freaking out like, oh my God, I got this match coming up. I can't believe it. Oh my God. And I don't know what happened, like two minutes before 
you know, my theme hit. It's just, all right, let's do this. So what were you nervous about? Because you've obviously been wrestling for a few years now. It wasn't just another match. I think I was more nervous at the fact it was just a different environment, like a different crowd. Um, I think I just maybe like just what the match between me and Joel meant with it, you know, being the first match to have like two Indigenous wrestlers face each other on a live stream. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is massive. And um, I think, uh, I don't think enough's been made of it, to be honest. Um, but when you were asked to come down to have this match with Joel, um, who's uh, very proud of his heritage and he wears it on his tights and it's, um, it's, it's fantastic to see. Um, what, what was it like when you got asked to have this match and come down to Melbourne with Joel? Well, I knew that he wanted me to come down and have a match, but I wasn't sure who against until he's like, yeah, it's going to be me and you. And then, because like, I just woke up and I got a message and I was like, getting just like, yeah. And just reading. That's like an early morning message, Joel, doesn't he? <laughs> He's out walking the dog at 4 a.m. sometimes. <laughs> but um, no, it was just very exciting. And I just felt very like honored and proud to be asked to be in this match. Were you hoping that that might have been the match for you? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> so in Queensland, mostly when you wrestle, it's against. The, the other women, is that right? That's very rare, actually. Yeah. I'm used to intergender matches. Fantastic. Someone gave me a bum rap. Um, but so it, it's good to have the opportunities because the, to wrestle as many people as possible, regardless of gender. Yeah. Um, so you come down to Melbourne, you're having your first match at DMDU, which is nerve-wracking enough. Was that your first match on a live uh, telecast as well? Yeah. Or not? Yeah. So does that, add, does that add to the anxiety? Oh, it definitely did because I had like people in the States tweeting at me, be like, yeah, we're going to be watching this match. So I was like, oh, extra eyes than however many people watching it live in the room. What, what about um, you sharing the stream to some uh, workmates and family? And also a doctor. Did you get any reviews of your match from all those people afterwards? They didn't know what to make of it. They didn't know like what to ask me. It was just, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, I like that line. You shared it with a doctor. What we what do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually was getting my blood test and um my GP who referred me wrote it in like the referral notes. Oh yeah, she needs it for a wrestling match. And so the doctor was like, are you a wrestler? Are you wrestling this weekend? I'm like, yeah. Can I watch it? I was like, okay. So I wrote down the link. Fantastic. <laughs> More eyes on the product. It doesn't matter where, where you no. get the viewers from. It's, um, I hope how many GPs would actually write the reasoning for a blood test being pro wrestler? Oh, be interesting. First time I've heard it come up, actually. So, I wonder if the GP stuck around to watch the death matches. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, too far. He, he could have just taken some samples while he was there. Yeah. <laughs> a fair trip. Um, so uh, talk to us about um, the United States and you travelled across to do some training with Flatbacks, which if people don't know, that's the wrestling school that's run by Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze. Um, how did that come about? So I, um, I was just scrolling on Instagram one night and then I saw Breeze like post about it. And this is like in the early days. And I thought, yeah, all right, why not? I'll, I'll, I'll apply. And, you know, what's the worst I can do? Say no. But yeah, so I applied and then heard back from Breeze within a week. And then, yeah, saved up and went over there as soon as I could. 
And what's it like when you walk in for the first time into a wrestling school like that? Nerve-wracking. Because it's like these people that you see on TV every week. It's just, they're just normal people in the same room as you. So I'm like, I remember just sitting there and then Spears walks in and I'm like, oh my God, he's tall. (laughs) And then Breeze walks in and I'm like, okay, this is actually happening. And um, what's the training like there? Training, um, it's very TV style. So they're very much, they'll like work you to the standard of WWE. So it's very strict, very cardio heavy. And yeah, they're very, very blunt. (laughs) (laughs) And now now that the, uh, sorry, was she? I was going to say, so you got some direct feedback. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that the uh, the world is slowly opening back up, is there plans in the future to go back to America? Will it continue some training or, you know, get possibly booked on shows? I'd like to go back to the States. Um, I'll try and weasel my way onto a show, yeah. <laughs> but I think just for now, to see how things are going because I think I'm doing a decent job growing in Australia here as it is. I hope. <laughs> and you, oh, you've got a you've got a you've got a title at the moment. Yeah. Which... Talk to us about the match where you won that. Ooh. Okay, so it was for a charity show. So this there's a new company that popped up here in Queensland called Eastern Wrestling Alliance, and their first show was a charity show to raise money for this child battling cancer. Um, they got me on the show against to face against uh billy mack didn't know it was for a title until maybe two weeks out I'm like oh by the way it is for a title like, oh okay um the match itself i i had fun but i'll be honest i wasn't a hundred percent and in hindsight i probably should have pulled out um but that's because i I'd gotten back from like a six and a half hour drive from Maury after like no. my dad's funeral. And then oh. I got heat stroke. So I was very much under the weather, mentally not all there, but I think for what it's worth, it was a good match and Billy is a good opponent. How do you approach a match like that where, um, you know, you're going through a lot mentally, emotionally, and then physically at the same time. Um, how do you get yourself um, in the right headspace to have a match like that? Honestly, I don't know. I try to compartmentalize. So I do what I can. I put like all those personal feelings in a box and just put it aside for 10, 15, 20 minutes just to focus on this match just focus on, you know, what needs to be done, what can be done, and just, yeah, all my focus and energy is just put straight into the match. I imagine that would be the most tiring match you've ever had. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a little draining, and it was pretty emotional, and then I got back, and everyone was all so happy for me, and then just the emotions just ran wild. I was like, yeah, all right, here comes the waterwork. <laughs> I think you're entitled to it. <laughs> yeah, the emotional dump that would come after an event like that, mm. the match, yeah. it's nuts. I want, can you tell us about your tag team partner? I'm not sure if she still is your tag team partner. Or Shinji, what an oh. interesting character. <laughs> um, we hadn't worked together that long. Like I've trained with him a lot. It was just a new thing being put into a tag with him. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not much to tell. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I thought you guys might have worked together a little bit last year. Or just as I was sort of looking through a few different things, I saw you mentioned with him at one stage. I was supposed to tag with him um, on a nightfall show, but then yeah. things got weird and then it got turned into a triple threat. So it was me versus Shinji versus John okay. Cardboard. Sorry. Yeah, haven't tagged with him. 
God, Tony. <laughs> well, no, I just when I just saw the photo of him in the promo shot, he's just a very, very interesting looking character. Some some would say that about you, Tony. Yeah, without a doubt. Some have said that. <laughs> Not would they have? Yeah. So working yeah. working uh, for DMDU, um, probably already had the thought in your head, or people have already asked. Uh, would you do a death match in the future? Is that something you've thought about? Yes. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, I'd be keen on doing a death match. Now I'm tipping you might have had a conversation with Joel about this while you're down here. <laughs> he wants to put everyone in the death match. Yeah, I know he does. <laughs> Maybe later on down the line. Yeah. But yeah. You've I got suppose um... if, you, if you want to speak to anyone about it though, I suppose Joel would be the best person, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a trip to Adelaide coming up. Uh, talk to us a little bit about um, about this. This sounds exciting. So I'm heading down to Adelaide to train with AJ Istria at Wrestle Rampage for about three weeks. Um, this... I... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. No, I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest. No. I was like... <laughs> so um, did you reach out to Wrestle Rampage and just ask if you can come down? How does it, how does it work? For young wrestlers who are listening... Um, some of them don't know how to get in touch with these companies and, and do these trips. So ideally, I think it'd be best if the talent did get in contact with the companies to train with them. In my case, that didn't happen. I was offered to come down and train. <laughs> so you're an outlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. we'll, we were talking to Joel last week about... Um, about you and um, how impressive you were at the show at DMDU. And um, one thing we did notice was your intensity as you came through the curtain. I think the whole crowd knew within seconds who you were and what they were going to get. Um, have you been told a lot of, about your intensity or is this uh, news to you? Uh, no, I've been told that I am an intense person. I've been compared to the intensity levels of maybe Angle, Dynamite Kid. I don't know. They've I've been in like as ten, like intensity wise. I've been in like the same sentence as those two, which was like, what? <laughs> Be mind blowing. Yeah. Is that is that something that uh, comes naturally to you, or you have to get into that uh, frame of mind, you know, before going through the curtain? I think it's something that just comes naturally, to be honest, because I don't realize that I'm, I'm showing such like an intense face or I'm radiating this intensity. I just walk out and I'm like ready to fight pretty much. <laughs> I wonder from what you say about you being nervous before the match before, I wonder how much of that was nervous energy as well at, D at the DMDU match. It probably was or i just did a really good job at masking it <laughs> yeah no but you can harness that that nervousness and, and that builds you into this frenzy and then bang as soon as you you switch on there it is it's, it just all pops out yeah i don't know i try to turn like the nerves into adrenaline just to like motivate yeah. me to work well yeah good work and then your, your entrance music, uh, talk to us about that. How did you choose that? Because it seems to suit you really well. Uh, I was just scrolling through like Spotify, just like listening to music. And then it came up as like a notification for a new song from Papa Roach. And I thought, all right, I'll give it a listen to. And I just vibed with it straight away. I felt like it did suit me and it did like, resonate with me a lot more than like the other songs I was contemplating. Now we did get a question sent from Jay. Uh, he wants to know what your feelings are about Hot Pot and I'm sure there's a story here somewhere. So the night before the um, death match down under show a lot of us went out for dinner to a Hot Pot place. 
it was my first time going to a hot pot place and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, what was needed I to be done. I still feel like that when I go to hot pot. Yep. I was very overwhelmed. And my partner eats hot pot left, right and centre. So it's Pick a, your own soup, pick your own seafood, all that sort of stuff. It's just weird. It seems easy enough, but it was just too much. So I was <laughs> a little overwhelmed. <laughs> That's a very good way of putting it. It seems easy enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, where's the, I mean... Let's face it, like going to different cuisines and things like that, it can be confronting at times, but it's usually a pretty good experience. Um, in regard, I was going to say, in right, regards okay. to Indigenous wrestling, I, I think I came across a show last year. Was it on our National Indigenous TV, NIT, where it was a, a Sydney show, and I think it was just all Indigenous wrestlers. Is that correct? I don't think I've seen that to be honest, but I do know that um, there's a wrestler in like Western Australia, NC Viper, who was planning on having an all Indigenous show for New York yeah. one year. Yeah, and I think um, that got hijacked by COVID, unfortunately. So hopefully, oh, okay. they can do that again. Yeah, it'd be fantastic to to see though, because just to see all that Indigenous talent all all together in on the one show would be amazing. Yeah. Who's on your list, um, Kyla? Who who do you really want to get in the ring with at the moment? Who's who have you not wrestled that you think you could have the best matches with? Um. Oh, I didn't make a list like a lot of people did for their New Year's. Um. I think maybe home local talent like Dick Riggs, Tiamat. Um, interstate, maybe more like Rochelle Rogue, Erica Reed. You and Erica could have a really good match because you're very different. Um, her character works really good in your intensity. I think that would be a good match. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay good money to see it. Definitely. On the, uh, uh, of course, there's been some tragic stuff happening up in Queensland, southeast Queensland. Uh, over the last week or so with the rain and the floods and, and stuff. Is that going to hinder wrestling in Queensland for a bit? Do you know if any of the uh, the regular haunts have been flooded out? Um, or even any of the training places, I suppose, as well? So, yeah, training's kind of been put on hold because, like, I think a lot of it, like, the surrounding areas had been affected by the flooding. Um but I'm not too sure about, like, the other companies. So where are you training at the moment? Give them a good plug. I train in between with VPW and Three Count Academy. And Three Count have got something exciting coming up this in the next week or so, don't they? Yeah, they got that training seminar with Tony Storm and Juice Robinson, which, unfortunately, I won't be able to attend. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll, we'll plug it after the interview. We'll, um, <laughs> that's we'll heartbreaking. Give it a yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit, but that's all right. All my money's going to Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough too. Um, hey. The good thing is everything's cheaper in Adelaide, so you should be fine with um, buying things. Okay. It's not like Perth. <laughs> yeah. So expensive. Different country over there. Yeah. <laughs> Until tomorrow. Until, yeah, midnight yeah. tonight, exactly. Welcome to Australia. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, Kyla, it's been great having a chat to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate it. It's going to be exciting to watch your career blossom over the next couple of years. And uh, you, you started off 2022 on a really high note. And hopefully that continues to go uh, further and further. Thank you. I hope so too. <laughs> Joel has promised us that he's going to bring you back. So um, that'll be exciting as well. That will be exciting. Looking forward to it. Kyla Knight joining us here on the Turnbuckle. <laughs> I'm ready for the war. Send them to the morgue if they step I live more. Ready for the war, said I'm ready for the war. Disrespect the poor, then I send them to the morgue. Yeah, I 
Welcome back, part two of the show. Jules joins us as he does for a chat. Hello, Jules. How do you? Excellent. Thank you, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, uh, you'd be a happy man because restrictions are starting to ease over in Japan, and I reckon you're just itching to jump on an Air Japanese plane. Is an Air Japan plane? Sorry, not Air Japanese. Look, I, I think I was I was hoping with uh, my good friend Andrew, friend of the show, we were going around June for Dominion. The smart money's on around July onwards at the moment, but they've they've eased the restrictions for people who can get visas. But tourists, we're looking at uh, a few months away yet. So, are yeah, they looking at possibly opening up for their fiftieth anniversary? No, no, that, that's already happened. Um, the quarantine go. is exciting now for people that can get a visa, working visa. So more talent can get over to Japan without the 10 to 14 day quarantine, which has obviously held up a lot of the, you know, the Daniel Bryans and stuff like that with, you know, John Who? Moxley Who's going that? over. Uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, had a, yes. I had a J, yes. had a JR moment then. Yes. I apologize. Um, I've, I've got about 12 left for this episode to catch up to JR though. Yeah. Per I'll episode. Say a couple of horn dog things and you'll be there. <laughs> Gumba <laughs> Well, you'll be yeah. excited, Jules. You can go to Perth. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not even joking with, with some old friends and colleagues over there. I will absolutely be getting in an EPW show, um, maybe even an HPW show, maybe a bit of schwa while I'm over there. So, yeah, sometime, anytime in the next few months. It's good. It's good. The world is uh, slowly healing, and that's good for us wrestling fans. I want to get over oh, there. The, world, the Prime Minister. The world is still COVID. fucked, like, by the way. Just, the, just, yeah, the Prime Minister's got COVID. And there's World War Three's just started. How's the world healing? I, I only I live in a wrestling bubble and um I don't even know who our Prime Minister is. Uh, all right, but you've all right, the wrestling bubble, we've got ex wrestlers making lots of comments about the war. Uh, I don't I don't follow any <laughs> the big re, uh, retired retired wrestlers that have gone into politics. I have no idea. Um Former masked wrestlers that have now gone into politics. I have no How idea. How bad are you saying. going when now Jesse Ventura is the more sensible of the ex-wrestlers to get into politics? Uh, Jesse Ventura probably took a pedigree properly rather than just on his knees as well. So that's the, that's the second worst <laughs> thing that, that guy's ever done. <laughs> oh, no. Scott McMahon's our Prime Minister, is he? <laughs> Here comes the money. Yeah, here comes the. <laughs> hey, uh, moving on, guys. Aussie Open uh, versus the Velocities in Rev Pro. What a matchup. Okay. Brit Rest um, and Oz Rest running wild. It, it's honestly the, the best thing about this is that the tickets are now on sale for those on the pre sale email list. And they're on sale based on just that match. That's the only match they've announced. And they will sell a bucket load of tickets just for that match. And that just shows the strength of Australian wrestling is that you've got Aussie Open and the Velocities um, basically drawing in England. Brilliant. Well, let's face it. They had a decent match last time out. So, so they've got <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Seeing that match live, it's already a match of the year candidate before it's even uh, kicked off. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, your call as well. Um, this is good. Good for the velocities, you know, getting out there more. You know, we all already know Aussie Open are one of the best tag teams in the world. And, you know, the visa restriction, uh, the quarantine restrictions easing in Japan could mean a bit more for them. Um, and going over there, doing a couple of shots would be good. And, and if you, if for those obviously who haven't been to, to York Hall and are into PWA, York Hall is a bit like Max Watts, but just a, a bit bigger. It's a cauldron. The, the acoustics Max are Watts on steroids. It's wild. Yeah. Speaking of on steroids, um, I see Hulk Hogan's getting divorced. It got divorced again. No, did he? That's, that's news to all of us. HH. <laughs> <laughs> Like I thought everyone knew, he said. So if yeah. he if he gets a third wife, does he become triple H? <laughs> my, oh! favorite, my favorite part of it is like I was reading the the like writing about the divorce settlement is like and he had to buy her a car. I'm like, so so what? Well she didn't have he one. Get a, 
He got to keep the car they both shared. Has Hulk Hogan <laughs> lost all of his money? Uh, he's sharing one, or is he, or is he environmentally conscious? Maybe mm. she's just got like the rights to his monster truck. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe he never had to have a car because um, Jimmy Hart and Brutus took turns driving him everywhere. Well, one drives, one carries his weed bag. <laughs> well, had a bit more than weed in allegedly. Her. Yeah, <laughs> oh, alleged, allegedly. Did anyone, surely someone would have shared the uh, worked yourself into a shoot marks under his, uh, <laughs> under his tweet. Good news, good news for Hulk Hogan fans. He has found love again. So <laughs> I, think, I think there could be a Mrs. Hogan number three on the way. Sky Daly is her name, the new girlfriend. Getting the old thermos from Hulk Hogan. Sky yeah. Daly. The old Sky coffee flask. Daly. That's what happened. Rick Flair, uh, Flair leaves one relationship. Hogan starts a new one. Is he going to leave her then for Fox Knightley? I don't understand. Would it be unfair of me to say that he seems to have a type? No. People have a type. I think his type are people who will go with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> people who like leathery skin and Fu Manchu muscles. And take their vitamins. Uh, Love laying in bed with a 60-year-old hot dog. (laughs) It's a a coffee flask. It's the moustache. The the moustache is a turn-on for sure. He's still got all that. um, Sky Daly got a moustache? No, yes. Yes, correct. He's still got all that money from his settlement, hasn't he, with 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 Gorka? He put that straight into the Hogan beat shop. (laughs) The beach shop, he's just funneling money through it. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, you got to go there so his, you can... Laundering his money through the beach shop. It's got to be a money front. It's selling uh, Ryback glasses in it. <laughs> they would have been discontinued years ago. <laughs> I did see a picture of the beach shop today, funnily enough, and there was a DJ there and he had a, like, uh, a little printed out piece of paper that said, if you want to tip the DJ, here's my cash app and Venmo. And I'm like, how tight is all coming DJ? I still like beg for tips. Pay him, Hogan. It doesn't work. Put him over, man. Put him over, brother. It's not a bad idea, though, if you have like one of those little tap and go things. So people can just go bang. There's a tip. We actually probably should do a Hulk Hogan update every week just so that JXT knows what's going on in Hogan's world (laughs) since he's... (laughs) Locked by him on Twitter. I think the problem there, Tony, is that, that that's what Hulk Hogan's doing. He's just going, bang, there's the tip. Yeah. yeah. Why there's so many marriages. You see Shane Shane McMahon called him out for a match this week as well. <laughs> like if Vince can wrestle, surely Hulk can get the tights on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Hulk Hogan and Shane McMahon being the next talent announcements of choose your <laughs> control your narrative or whatever that gimmick is. Um, Hulk Hogan... Unfair to put Shane McMahon in there because you know from what we've uh, he seems okay. Probably and Jackson Hulk Riker would Jackson Riker would probably be a more <laughs> yeah. appropriate. Hulk Hogan really needs to tell his truth. Uh. <laughs> Not just very quickly while we're on controlling the narrative, give a shout out to Charlie Evans and Everett Connors for the tweet that said Everett Connors <laughs> left a voicemail for EC3 where he just he just farted and said control that narrative. <laughs> Surely, yeah, uh, you'd, you'd love for that uh, phone number to get around and a few more people. Oh, just Tony, you've control of this show. Uh, I'll, I'll get it back now. <laughs> None of this is on the run sheet, Tony. No I one know, mentioned which is amazing. Hulk Hogan's second divorce. And, no, it's not. You know, uh, Jules right, implying was... that he was leaving the tip in uh, Bubba the Last One's <laughs> life. I'll get, back, I'll get back to the run sheet. World Series Wrestling have announced Matt Cardona and the possibility of uh, Shane McMahon, maybe, you're talking, possibly. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Oh, even. <laughs> he needs the cash. <laughs> I can't wait to get. He's going to be upset when he gets here and he's getting paid in um in a <laughs> uh, Korean barbecue. Ooh, nothing wrong with the Korean barbecue. Uh, Matt Cardone is a good get. Oh, good get. He's the biggest name on the Indies right now. Um, f- f- fingers crossed. The rest of his uh, podcast crew get the call up. I want to see Hornswoggle, um, you know, Mark come down, Brian Myers, um, there do a live podcast. Today? Was there another announcement today? 
Uh, yes, there was uh, another announcement earlier today. Jonathan Gresham as well. Mm. So two completely different workers, you uh, one might say. Um, so this card sh- could shape up to have a little bit of everything. Um, it's, uh, it's very usually start guessing other people from who gets announced too. So ideas swirling around now. Yeah. Well, is Jonathan Gresham going to come all this way without Jordan Grace? No, she's taken a little bit of time off. Uh, the next two or three months to focus on some um, lifting competitions uh, she has coming up. But July is a long time away. Oh, she's been, here, been mm. here before, enjoyed her time here last time. Um, yeah. But she's already sold chat. all of her books to us. What a, we've already got them. Yeah, mm. I've got the books. So she, maybe she has a third on the way. That'll be good. I'll buy that. Um, Ring of Honor title. Maybe that comes over. We've seen it defended at a Outback Championship wrestling show. Why not a World Series wrestling, Sarah? If he's still got it, because he's going up against Karen Warren Progress title versus title. So, I mean, let's face it, the Ring of Honor title is now about as lucrative as the Outback wrestling title. Hey, hey, Drew McIntyre held that. <laughs> Put that company That's on. That's what I mean. Back. I wasn't putting it down. Look, look where Drew is now. Main eventing. One of the days of Mania, I'm assuming. No, he's not. There's going to be 15 should be. Uh, main events. That's how they should be main eventing. It. He's wrestling Happy Corbin. Main event anywhere in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Back to the back to the point, though. The smartest of booking, because all your casual Zack Ryder fans, uh, all your families are going to be interested in seeing a WWE guy. And also, you, I know it's it's been all over uh, Twitter, been suggested a couple of times. Matt Cardona versus JXT wrestling figures. It's it's has there. to be a death match. Make it happen. Mm. Yeah, the death uh, match king versus JXT. Good. And I, JXT's I, uh, getting a lot of mentions tonight. Yeah. Well, I I ran into one of his fans at the pub on the weekend wearing a JXT. The bartender was wearing a JXT T-shirt. Was he really? Yep, that was good. Amazing. Uh, and my local Tony, wearing. You would love that. You could have worn yours and. I could have worn mine exactly. We were yep, your jersey, a baseball jersey. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we spoke to Kyla about this before. Choose Robinson and Tony Storm running a seminar on March the tenth at Three Count Academy. Good get for Three Count. Yeah, very good get. Very good get. Okay, DMDU. Well, you put it on the hang on, Lyle, You put it on the run sheet. Um, why are you not talking about it in more extensive terms? Well, I'm, I'm not a worker, so I received what would messages I know about, about it. Yeah. Like, do well, we think that they're going to be wrestling anywhere while they're here? That's massive, isn't it? Oh, Surely, they can... can't just come over here for that. Well, I mean, they're probably visiting Tony's mum. Why would they visit my mum? <laughs> no. The, she wouldn't know. The, 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 the other Tony. You don't even know him. No, I don't know. I like Tony <laughs> Storm. I've seen her. No, this is just a good opportunity for workers. You've got to snap up the the seminar. It's uh, they're running two a beginners and a and an advanced class on the tenth. Oh, so you should fly up and do the beginners, Lyle. Interesting. I don't really want to go to Queensland. But it is not great for moment. Queensland. Not at the moment, no. that's for sure. No, not at the moment. But that that's big for Australia. Um, but don't you feel a little bit of Queensland wrestling bubbling up a little bit? Just starting to happen a little bit more publicly. Yeah, the last couple of weeks getting a little bit more buzz on Twitter, a bit of traction. Um, Shout out to Todd, who's always championing. Yeah, that's good. I think as the the wrestling bubble in Australia or the community should be lifting these these promotions up. You know, share the share the great stuff that they're doing up there. Let us see it. Um, you know, release a couple of matches if they've got some on tape. Yeah, get it get it out there. Great to see Joel doing the promotional rounds of uh, Geelong. He was on K-Rock with uh, Cameron Ling and his team uh, talking about the big show coming up this week. And this is your chance now, boys, to talk about this week's show with a bit of a preview. Um, that barbed wire bat that he's got around Joel's head, I'm pretty sure he would have used those tactics when he was a tagger playing footy. That's um, yeah, that's illegal. I reckon he might have used the fuckwacker more than the barbed wire bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel reckons that Lingy scalped him. Don't you need hair to be scalped? Uh, no, you just take the scalp off. Preview the weekend, boys. 
Yeah, look, it's it's about for me, Vixen versus Mad Dog, right? That's that's a big big thing. We haven't seen a no rope barbed wire match in a long time, and and that's a big pop for me. Um, but also, always, you've got it's always about gore. Well, the, the, the thing that stands out for me, though, is that you've got a couple of storylines going on here. You've got Shaz XT again. Um, you've got Electric Boogaloo. Shaz XT 2, Electric Boogaloo. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, but you've got Royce um, versus Edward Dusk, who's been excellent in this little feud for the title. Um, and the big storyline match for me, which is probably going to be the highlight of my match, no offence to Gore, York, Joel, or Will Walker, but it's um, big deathmatch energy against the anti-deathmatch party. So that is going to be is always Royce else. Chambers and Lockie Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I've, I, just, I, I just see uh, anti-deathmatch party sneaking off with the belt again. They'll find a way. Lockie will find a way. Um, yeah. And why not drive all the way to Geelong and watch Will Walker die again at the hands of Joel Bateman? <laughs> You Before, make it really uh, invite. You make it really inviting. Why don't you drive all the way to Geelong? <laughs> it's actually a really quick train ride. It is correct. Fifty minutes or so, and it's way more comfortable than other trains. I would suggest taking the train down, getting rolling drunk, and then forcing some rando to drive you home. That's what hey, I do. Big deathmatch energy. Have they stolen our boys' uh, stuff? Have they They're big in the team. energy? They're in the they- team. That's why it's yeah. really big deathmatch energy. BDE, but they've added Callum Butcher and Atlas Whitaker. So they've added that deathmatch element. So big boys, big weapons. Fantastic. Don't really know what I'm saying there, but yeah. Go team Lockie Hendricks. Yeah, great jackets. Go the dudes. Go the deathmatch energy. Yeah. Good call, Tony. Yeah, for sure. Uh we have seen the call the... of asking if the BDE's gimmick had been stolen, that's for sure. We saw that Jonah has been announced uh, for Renegades, which is fantastic. That happened, of course, last week. Who should Jonah's first opponent be? I'll tell you what, this uh, got people talking online. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up some of the suggestions. Someone bring up Facebook what? and go through those suggestions. I'll well, go with you... I'll go with mine then. First yeah, off. Oh, Jake yep. Andrew Arthur, I think, should be Jonah's first opponent. It was a popular suggestion online. It would be an, it would be good to see Jake finally get a more than a sixty second match. But oh, you don't think you'd squash Jonah? No. Okay. Oh. No. Jonah uh, squash no. him. Yeah. My my personal I want to see him in the ring against Gore. That's that's mine. Gore would be good. Yeah. What do you think, Jules? Oh, look, my answer is it's a bit complicated. It's a bit. The easy answer is Tommy Knight, right? Because that would be just incredible. Um, Maybe Erg as well. But I'm going to pull one out of left field. um, And I'm going to say that Johnny Rock and Matt Diamond would be an amazing match. Because everyone's talking about big guys, right? Yeah. Matt Diamond can wrestle. Jonah, and it'd be an absolute classic. So that's going to be my favourite. Yeah, there you go. um, I'm thinking that if I'm booking this show, I want Jonah to elevate like, and and make someone. I don't want to see a match where we already know that guy's um, had big matches against. I mean, I'm going to say Lockie because I think Lockie's the face of the company and I think Lockie's the one who should have the match, um, especially after what he did against Osprey a few years ago. Um, yeah. the opportunity to see Lockie you know, get up on that level on the first show would be really, really good. Um, but I like the Matt Diamond idea of in front of a Melbourne crowd establishing Diamond straight away as being that level. Um, I, I do think I'd like to see him, use him to elevate one of their guys who they want to see be a big star there. But um, all of your suggestions work for me as well. Well, we got um, some, some of the, yeah, some oh, of the on Yeah, you got, you know, Gore, Tommy Knight. Um, people are saying it doesn't really matter. They're going to be murdered anyway. You know, a couple of Jake Andrew Arthur's there, Tony. For you. Tommy, Tommy Knight pops up even more. Gore, a rematch for his second to last match in Australia, which was Robbie and Adam Brooks. Um, 
that would be interesting. York, York as well. That could elevate York. I don't think York's with the company. Uh, still, still plenty of time to get there. Um, um, on Twitter, we've got Tommy Knight. Um, we've got J- uh, Aris is trying to nominate himself. <laughs> Andrew Arthur's there. York's there. Um, here's one. Jag Hartley nominated Royce Chambers. There you go. That's mm. um, very, very... Uh, em and the Kid's been mentioned quite a few times as well. Yeah. Um, Arg, Robbie. So JXT's been mentioned in here as well. Dusk. So there's a lot of... I think Joel Bateman even got a mention. He's just been scalped by Cameron Ling, so I don't know if he'll be um, up for it. Yeah, it'd be nice to. Uh, Robbie's still in the country, isn't he? It'd be nice to have him on the show. Well, Robbie's going to be on the show. That oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a huge show. Um, tickets, we, when they went on sale, they were, it was 25% sold out within like two hours. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, I'd probably get onto that. Yeah. yeah step them up. Um, it's yeah, got no, a big I, menu. I went on two minutes after they went on sale and there was no front row tickets. So. You know, shout out for the next ticket release. Get there quick. You got your front row, though, didn't you? Oh, you got there in the end. Yeah, good. You had to go to 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 StubHub and pay 10 times the face value, but (laughs) you got front row. (laughs) So I don't know. Sometimes you pay 10 times under. He's in the other room away from the (laughs) ring, but he's in the front row nonetheless. Now, is it true? Uh, Please tell me it's not. Did I read somewhere this week that Vince McMahon is going to have a WrestleMania match? Well, that's that's the rumor. Smoke and mirrors, surely. Oh, it has to. Have to <laughs> Austin Theory obviously has to be it's taking a, the bumps. This for is him. a bloke who can no longer pronounce WWE. I thought when you, you said smoke WWE, and mirrors, you meant it was Cody. It'll be smoke and mirrors, Cody. Who knows? But it, there's definitely going to be shenanigans. I don't think it'll be Vince is going to be having a match. We're not going to see a run in from Shane or anything, are we? Uh, probably he could not. Yeah, you know. if he's allowed in the building. That's if he's allowed in the building. Exactly. <laughs> if his dad la- allows him to come to work that day. Um, now, is, it, is there any chance that Vince may be tag teaming with Kane Velasquez? There's probably very little chance of that. Mm. Um. Yeah. Well, they both had arrested, trump, trouble with the law. Right? Yep. He uh, was. No. Uh, he was doing a shoot at the time. <laughs> That's the shoot fighter and a half, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when when it, when you know when the initial story broke and it's uh, you know MMA fighter you know involved in a shooting, you think the worst. But he had a baby face oh, turn. You, do you think him. you honestly think Conor McGregor? To be honest, well, you know, he's shooting with his fist. I don't think he'd he'd be able to grab a gun. Um, be a but yeah, did, do, doing a baby face turn four hours later and uh, attempting. To shoot a uh, accused, so he didn't even guy. shoot him. No, no, he shot the guy's dad. <laughs> he shot the wrong guy. He he attempted to shoot uh, someone that has been accused or charged of sexual assault of a minor in uh, Kane's family and missed and hit the guy's dad. Uh, <laughs> so what a shit show! Yeah, um, I think his intentions were. Arn Anderson wouldn't have missed. No way. We should have just gone in there kicking. Well, he would have well, needed a gun. It would have been more thing. accurate. He's no. also, he doesn't, his fists are a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway. But more details. Uh, look, obviously, it's, um, it's, he's, he's going to probably do time and that's disappointing, but I mean, who knows? And obviously, happens. we can't talk about it because it's in front of the courts. Not in this country. Oh, okay. So we can, I don't, I don't say what you I, want. Okay. I don't think I don't think too many um in San Jose are listening to on the turnbuckle. You'd be surprised. We'll get those numbers. We would be surprised. I get our numbers and we've got at least two or three listeners in San Jose. We've got heaps in Connecticut. Thanks. Yeah. So we've got about ten in San Jose B. I, I I just hope Conor McGregor's not listening because well she's just pretty much caught him out. So Yeah, basically he's he's not I'm bigger, he's too small to pick up him. a gun. <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll uh, he's got to get through Gore to get to me. Uh, that, <laughs> for unrelated uh, reasons, uh, while well, she goes to training that day. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Upcoming shows. Thursday show, the 3rd of March. That, of course, is tonight. PCW Slam in Ferntree Gully. Friday, the 4th of March. IWA, Take No Prisoners in Kingsford. And Suplex, the Pit 2 in Hamilton. Saturday, the 5th of March, EPW School have an open day in Malaga. Malaga. RCW Super Clash 4 at Adelaide Fringe. Adelaide it's usually Fringe a pretty good show, month. isn't it? Hey? It's usually a pretty good show, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Normally is, three, yes. Three, I went to three that. weeks in a row, Tony. There, I went right. to that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, a couple of years ago, sorry, I should say, didn't I? No. Yeah, I did, didn't I? You went to ACW. Oh, okay. I went to a show in Adelaide during the Fringe. Well, I was there. Yeah, you spoke to Brooksy. You went, you went okay. to ACW. You spoke to Brooksy uh, while you were there. UP, yes, correct. Yeah, someone else UPW. I can't remember who it was. Gold Rush in Kabucha South and DMDU Malice in the Palace in Geelong. Uh, they missed, they missed there. They should have called it Malay at the Palais. That's what I thought it's, it was. Yeah, but it's not the Palais. The Palais is it in is the Kilo. Palais. No, it's the Palais. It's the Palace, it is. isn't it? No. Uh, How's it spelled? Oh. Malay, Malay in the Palais, and they could have had some basketball jerseys. Oh, so it's not. It's Malice in the Palace, is it? Yeah. It's Malice in the Palais. I think they've missed the trick because they could have brought over a Brazilian footballer and called it the Malay in the Palais. Ah. With Palais every, in the Palais, yeah. Yeah. Every finish has to be a Palais kick. Sweet. But the okay. spelling's totally different. Palais, P-E-L-E. How do you, how do you spell Coburn, Tony? C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. And phonetically, what does that say? Coburn. That's what you used to say. <laughs> I matured. Uh, I gave you the opportunity. Yeah, like a mouldy cheese. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, We apologise hey, for this uh, sec- Before we go. What? Where's this WrestleBrainy? Why aren't we announced a WrestleBrainy yet? Oh, this Jeff. is bullshit. Come on, Jeff. Jerry the champs. Jeff, do what's right. Maybe he's waiting for Jules to buy his ticket and then he'll announce us. <laughs> I'll buy a ticket when uh, when David Storm breaks his current 57 and a Wordle streak. And when I'm booked. And when Joel gets good at Wordle. Oh, that's yeah. never happened. Never happened. Jeez, I, I, that was the funniest. Hey, folks, we uh, sincerely apologise for probably the worst second half show that we've ever delivered, but we enjoyed worst. it. Worst? I think it was the we, best. Wasn't it? Best. The Hulk Hogan Hulk stuff. Hulk Hogan was, stuff carries what? it. On oh, no, own. the Hulk Hogan stuff was good. Cut that up for the, uh, we need the a week, best of weekly 22. Hulk Hogan. And maybe yeah, if yeah, I had of, said... The best, and, the best of on the turnbuckle will just be that bit. And maybe if <laughs> I had said Cockburn at the end, we might have... You could have punch-lined it with the Cockburn. Yeah. Yeah, I missed the ball. Timing's out of the moment. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. If you're lucky. When hopefully we might have a big interview well, next week. We don't have a interview yet. so uh, That's no, the plan okay. every week. Well, we do. Massive. And yeah. we will catch you next week as well. Thanks for joining us right here on the Turnbuckle. Bye, guys. <laughs>